Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is May 7th, and this is for May 7th through the 13th. So we are still feeling the effects of this monstrous Scorpio full moon that was mm-hmm. also a lunar eclipse. Mm-hmm. It was exact on Friday, and um, we're definitely still feeling the effects over this weekend. It'll continue into next week. And some of the things that it might have stirred up, if it did stir anything up for you, you know, those things might not present themselves for a few more weeks as far as like what the end result is going to be. But this particular, you know, and again, if you didn't feel anything at all, that's great. Carry on. But this particular full moon, also lunar eclipse um, in the sign of Scorpio is definitely shaking us up, calling on us to change the things in our lives that aren't working. Mm. And Scorpio is ruling planet is Pluto. And when Pluto makes changes, you know, it does not put a Band-Aid on things. It's all about just burning it to the ground and, and starting new. So it's not necessarily the most gentle transition. Uh, mm-hmm. These transitions that the full moon might be demanding of us or or pressuring us to make but um you know it's a friendly reminder as well to take care of yourself during this time we are in taurus season and there's a lot of cancer energy in the air as well mars is still in cancer and venus just entered cancer today actually on sunday it went into cancer at about 7 30 a.m pacific time And Venus will stay in Cancer until June 5th, so it'll be there for about Mm. three and a half weeks. And with Venus shifting from Gemini to Cancer, we are going to, you know, anything Cancer-related is always going to be about emotions. It's going to be about how do I feel about things? Do I feel secure? Do I feel protected? Those kind of things. So that's going to be coming into play. Anything family-related is usually the, the domain of cancer. Anything related to the mother, that kind of stuff, families, kids, the home, questions about how do I feel about where I live, and those kind of things. Do I want to make changes there? Almy and I have been talking about that. <laughs> did, did some talking about that today. Yeah. You know, We're looking to move, actually. So Venus is shifting into cancer. Those things are going to be coming into or going to come into even more focus than they maybe already were with Mars already being in cancer. Mars was already bringing some intensity to those things that I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And now Venus also entering cancer. So very watery energy right now. And, you know, the the moon was in Scorpio, the full moon was in Scorpio. And with the cancer energy as well, we're really feeling things pretty strongly I would say I don't think that's an an over I don't think that's an exaggeration I should say and then also a friendly reminder that Mercury is still retrograde Mm -hmm. and will continue to remain retrograde until next week Uh, next Sunday May 14th that's the day Mercury will go direct but we have one more week here of Mercury being retrograde in the sign of Taurus And then I just mentioned that Mars is in Cancer, and it's going to remain in Cancer until May 20th. So we have about two more weeks of Mars in Cancer. And I would say that as Mars continues to advance through the sign of Cancer, the emotional intensity of things is going to continue to increase, I would say, over the next couple of weeks. So if you are someone like myself who prefers to not have to deal with feelings, or at least not uh, make them a priority, or not at least, I shouldn't say make them a priority. Feelings are important, don't get me wrong. 
But yeah, man, there's just a good possibility we're going to be feeling a lot of feelings. <laughs> we're going to be processing some stuff. We're going to be uh, needing to communicate with people how we're feeling and, and just go with it. It's really all I can say. Go with it. Get that stuff out of your system if you need to, and it'll put us in a better place. But yeah, with Mars and Cancer, that's just an uncomfortable placement for Mars in general. Mars does not function so great when it's in Cancer. When Mars enters Leo on May 20th, that'll be the first time Mars has been in a fire sign in seemingly forever. Um, not forever, but you know, since like the middle of last year, Mars will be in Leo. And Mars loves being in a fire sign because it can just show up and just be awesome. It doesn't have to think. It's just like, I am the man or I am the woman, I am the person. And uh, it just has a lot more confidence when it's in a fire sign, especially Aries, which is its ruling sign, or Leo, or maybe even Sagittarius. But when it's in Mars, when Mars is in Cancer, it just, it, it feels more than it would like to. Uh, mm-hmm. And Mars just likes to act. It doesn't like to think. It likes to act first, ask questions later. So if you've been feeling a little bogged down, if it does feel like things have maybe... Because it's just it's this weird energy right now, this conflicting energy with the full moon bringing urgency to things, saying, I need to make some changes. I need to do them right now. But then Mars being like, eh, I don't know if I feel like coming out of my shell right now. I'm in cancer. I don't know if now is a good time for a change. And then Mercury being retrograde, of course, it's not the best time to make big changes. And if you have to, you have to. I mean, life does go on. But um, yeah, tricky time in that regard. And then also Sunday, today, May 7th, uh, Venus is forming an in conjunct with Pluto, and that can bring some heaviness to the equation as well. Like mm. we didn't already have enough Plutonian energy from the Scorpio full moon. Now Venus and Pluto are kind of button heads up in the sky, and that can bring an intensity to relationships. It can bring just um, you know questioning. You know, do I want to be with this person? Or like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like. Uh, uh, personal relationship. It can also be a business relationship, but it's about reevaluating partnerships, those kinds of things. So there's a lot of intensity there today. So this weekend, if you did not find it, actually, Elmi and I had some great moments this week. I mean, you know, we went to a film screening Friday night that we were both in, and we had a fun time today on the lovely town of Montrose, just outside LA. Um, but there's been some, I would say, is it fair to say that there's been some feelings of heaviness as well? Would you say as a Scorpio, even though we're not technically at that part of the show yet? But if you want to mention that, you can. But sure, I've definitely been feeling. I guess that's part of the Scorpio full moon is the intensity of these emotions. It just seems like there's a, a heaviness in the air. There's good moments, of course, but if you're feeling any of that heaviness, you are not alone. Yeah, exactly. I would say that that is uh, definitely true. We, uh, you are not alone. Let's <laughs> put it that way. But as always, we will get through this, and um, we'll be talking about this upcoming week shortly. But first, I would like to officially uh, trans—what's that word? I, I've transformed in my head because that's such a Scorpio thing about transformation and transforming. Transition. But transition. Thank you, yeah. Elmi. Transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask her a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, you have a workout routine, (laughs) and there's a specific instructor that you go to. I hope you don't mind if I do some name-dropping or mention who you... I I think she's great. You've actually got me 
to do some of these workouts with you. Yes. And they are not easy workouts at all. But her name is Carolyn Gervin. Yes. And she was a bit of a became a bit of a YouTube sensation, is that fair to say, during COVID. Then she disappeared for a while yes. and there was some mystery and intrigue. Where did she go? And now she's back. And are you enjoying Carolyn Gervin's new workout regiment? I believe it's called Beast Mode. Yes. Well, she came back with an app. She's still mm-hmm. going to update the YouTube, but I went ahead and got the app. There's a two-week free trial, and so far it's worth it. There are two programs, and one of them is Beast Mode. That's the one we're doing right now. Mm. And I love her. I don't. It, it sort of sounded like maybe you were making it sound like we have a personal trainer. I mm. wish she could personally train me, but I believe she lives in Scotland. Yeah, she's so far away she's from far. where we live. She might... She might be Scottish and live in England. Mm. I don't know. I just know that she is in the UK and lives nowhere near here, but puts out these really wonderful workouts. And Beast Mode is what we're doing, which I feel is perfect for a Scorpio. But maybe that's why uh, we're so tired at the end of the day. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah, there was a lot of jumping and burpees. Were they not? They weren't burpees. technically bur- were they burpees. Okay, there were they, there were push-up burpees at one point. Wow. Yeah, so Sunday is the hit day, and Mm. rest days are Thursdays and Saturdays, and there's really only one hit day a week, thank goodness. That's a cardio, that's high-intensity interval training, and the rest are weightlifting, a combination of, I would say, circuit training. Uh, I don't don't know. It's, It's so boring to talk about workout like does anyone care what our workout routine is probably not but (laughs) if you're looking for one i highly recommend carolyn gervin you can start with her youtube channel which is all free of course if you like that i do recommend the app but i think that you can get a pretty good idea choosing one of her workout programs on youtube i love her she doesn't try to sell you anything she's probably the only person who has two million followers or subscribers on youtube and doesn't try to interject with her personal life at all She's got over half a million followers on Instagram, doesn't try to sell you anything, doesn't try to influence anything. It's pretty incredible. So when she disappeared for a while, like, we mean disappeared. Like yeah, she was not gone. to be seen, which is so rare for someone with that kind of following. But she really is all about the workout. She's all about it. And I love that. So that's another reason why I really enjoy her routines. So, yeah, highly recommend. All right. Well, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Oh, sure Thank does. you, Almy, as always, for sharing. Yeah. And again, if you're looking for someone to work out with, Carolyn Gervin, you could do a lot worse. She's pretty uh, she's pretty great. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's look at Monday, May 8th. So the moon will be in Sagittarius. The moon is currently in Sagittarius today, Sunday, and it will remain in Sagittarius through Monday afternoon. It will go void, of course, around 1.30 p.m. Pacific time on Monday, and then the moon will enter Cancer. Sorry, not Cancer. I have so much Cancer energy in my mind. But the moon will enter Capricorn around 4.30 p.m. on Monday, May 8th. So the start of Monday, there could be a little bit of confusion because the moon will be squaring Neptune, and that can always bring some confusion to our thoughts and our communications on top of the Mercury retrograde cycle we are already in. And then the moon will not be getting along with Mars either. It will be forming in, in conjunct with Mars. So hmm, it's kind of a cloudy day Monday. Uh, the moon will form a nice trine with Jupiter. So people will maybe at least be agreeable about stuff and bring some, you know, positive energy and positive mindset to things. 
but I don't know if you're going to be getting many straight answers. You might have to wait until the moon goes into Capricorn later in the day or later into this week even. But yeah, eventually on Monday, the moon will enter Capricorn. It will oppose Venus uh, Monday evening around 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, bringing a little more tension to things. Last thing we need, but whatever, it's happening. Mm -hmm. Now, Tuesday, May 9th, the big event on Tuesday is that the sun is going to form a conjunction with Uranus. The sun and Uranus will both be in Taurus at the same degree, and that can lead to some impulsivity. That can lead to some, I've had it, and I'm you know going this way now, or I'm going this direction, or I'm taking this path. So that's kind of in a way, this happens around 1 p.m. on Tuesday, May 9th. That's when it peaks, this sun-Uranus conjunction. And that could be a moment where if certain things have been brewing for you over the last couple of days, after over the last few days with this full moon, that could be the day that you take action or someone around you takes action or makes some grand announcement that they're going to be making some changes. You know, that Sun-Uranus conjunction, that's that kind of energy where it's just like, all right, I'm just snapping my fingers and I'm moving on or I'm doing this now or whatever it might be. So don't be surprised if you get some sudden news on Tuesday or if you feel like you just like, this is the day I have to put my foot down and I have to make some changes. That could be that Sun-Uranus conjunction. Um, but just unexpected things could pop up. And again, changes, impulsive action, that kind of stuff on Tuesday. And Wednesday, the moon will still be in Capricorn. Uh, so moon's in Capricorn Monday evening, all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday. And actually, you know, with the moon in Capricorn, uh, that's that's some very grounded energy. So during the the moon stay in Capricorn, that could help potentially get some good straightforward information or get some whatever it is you might not be getting the full story on during this Mercury retrograde cycle. Hopefully the Capricorn moon will come in and help, you know, just get some straightforward communication going. Wednesday, though, the Capricorn moon is going to have a tough time of things. It will oppose Mars, and it's going to square Jupiter, and it's also going to form a conjunction with Pluto. So there's a lot of potential for some heaviness again um, on Wednesday, May 10th. Anytime the moon is working with um, Mars and, you know, in, in an opposition or it's forming a conjunction with Pluto, that can be some heavy energy and some kind of confusing energy about not quite sure, you know, what you want to, where you want to focus your energy. But Monday or yeah, Tuesday's the uh, Uranus Sun conjunction. Wednesday's basically just lunar aspects. It's just the moon doing stuff. So any of those aspects I mentioned on Wednesday at least will be fairly fleeting. Thursday, there's not a heck of a lot going on. The moon is going to square Mercury. It's going to be in conjunct Venus. But those are the only two aspects for the day. And like I said, you know, the moon squaring Mercury, that can you know, lead to some miscommunications, but we're already dealing with that with Mercury retrograde. So if the moon forms a square with Mercury, it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things because we're already a bit confused. Now, Friday, May 12th, that's a solid day for Mercury, actually. Um, Mercury's going to form a nice sextile with Saturn. And then later in the day, Mercury is going to form a sextile with Venus. So that can bring some beauty to our thoughts and to our communications and that kind of stuff. So if you do have uh, maybe a difficult conversation you need to have, or if you need a conversation where it would help to be diplomatic or you could use some kind of diplomacy in the dealings, Friday, May 12th might be the day to do that. Friday is the Venus day anyway. Venus is the ruler of Friday. So with Mercury forming this nice sextile to Venus, that can be a really good day, hopefully, to 
yeah, have those difficult conversations. And also the moon will be in Aquarius that day. So that also helps us detach a little bit and not take things as seriously or as personally. Hopefully it can breathe some some fresh air into things. And then Saturday, May 13th, Venus is going to form a trine with Saturn. So that is also, um, it's a positive aspect. It's Saturn is that like, you know, discipline and, and it's just that, um, it's, it's that tougher energy, you know, it's about being disciplined, doing the work. It's not about early success. It's about, you know, reaping the benefits later in life kind of energy and Venus forming a trine to that. That might be just kind of whistling while you work. Maybe you do have some difficult things to tackle on Saturday, May 13th. But with Venus forming the nice trine, that'll bring some enjoyment to the process. Now, a couple notes before uh, we end this particular segment. But uh, Saturday, May 13th, that is the day before... Mercury will go direct and Mercury will not be moving very fast. It will be stationary on Saturday, May 13th. So that's another point uh, or another day you might want to note where communications could be really askew um, right around the time Mercury either goes retrograde or goes direct again those days on either side of it can be really mm, tricky for communication. Plus the moon will be in Pisces around that time and Pisces also uh, not always the Pisces moon, at least not always the best with, you know, good, clean, concise communication. Certain details might fall through the cracks or maybe you're not getting quite the full story kind of deal. But other than that, we do find, we do have Sunday, May 14th to look forward to. That's the day Mercury goes direct. But in the meantime, hang in there. Thanks for listening. And again, we're dealing with some very, very intense energy right now. But Mars and Cancer and now Venus and Cancer definitely want us to slow down and take care of ourselves and nurture ourselves and nurture others. Anything you can do right now to go out of your way to be kind to someone else, that will go so far right now. I mean, it goes so far all the time anyway, but definitely a point of emphasis right now with both Mars and Venus and Cancer. It's really that, you know being thoughtful of others and, and acts of kindness really go a long way. So anyway, thanks for listening. We love you. And I think Almy might take us out with a couple of deep breaths. Let's slow down right now and take three slow deep breaths in and out. First, let's get in a nice, comfortable position, sitting down, lying down, whatever feels right to you. And let's release the tension that we might be carrying in our shoulders. Unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Release the tension in your jaw, unclench, and release the tension in your forehead. If you'd like to close your eyes while we take our deep breaths, you can close them now. And let's take that first slow deep breath in and out. Deep breath in. In, out. And just release any other tension in your body. You did it. You got through the week. We hope you have a really wonderful week ahead. You can stay in touch with us on Instagram at Something About Astrology, and we will talk to you again soon.